Hi, this is Bob Weiss. I'm the host of Shaking Your World. Cheers. Folks, welcome home. Here we are at the Mighty Shakers in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for another issue of Ghost Tales. We have with us tonight uh, some people from not too far away in Racine, Wisconsin, from the southeastern Wisconsin Paranormal Investigation, Investigation team. team. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, you are, save the cameras. I'm Rob Forty. I'm the Vice President of Supit. Fantastic. Welcome home. Nice Thank to you. have you guys. Thanks so for having us. So I understand that you have been to Shakers once before for a walk through a ghost tour or some such thing, right? Yes. How did that go? Went great. Um, it was a whim thing that we decided we wanted to do and we went on a Friday night and did the tour and liked it and we're like, okay, we want to go back sometime. Cool. And um, here we are. And here you are. And you're going to spend the night in the very haunted penthouse tonight as well. Yes. You know what you're in for up there, right? Uh, we got an inkling of what we're in for. Mm, cool. All right. Excellent. And you ain't afraid <laughs> no ghosts, are you? No, I am not. Absolutely. That's the reason why you should be anyway, because why would you? There you go. <laughs> so, um, you've been around for a while now. Yes. And uh, what is the most interesting thing that you've investigated? Oh, we've been to a couple places. What do you think is the most interesting? The schoolhouse. The schoolhouse. Yes. For our schoolhouse in Iowa. For mm -hmm. our Iowa. That's a county, right? Uh, it's in Maxwell, Iowa. Uh, it's a schoolhouse that was... It started off as a K-12 through schoolhouse. It was like the community center for this little county. Um, so everybody came there for everything. Um, and then the owners, the current owners, they bought it to have um, wedding venues and stuff like that. And they found that the place was actually haunted. And it kind of snowballed for, their, for them to do the, um, the ghost investigations. And the, exactly. And, yeah. So we decided we were going to go there. And um, we've gone there three times now. And, yeah, it's, it's an interesting place. Cool. So. What kind of stuff happens there? Well, um, we've actually had a uh, second to the last time we were there, uh, which was two years ago. They um, told us about some other things that they found out, that there was um, Indian burial outside the schoolhouse um, because the Underground Railroad went through that area, and they also had the Indians. Um, people would pass away, and they would just bury them on site. And so we went through and we were getting knocking noises. Um, we were seeing a very tall shadow figure on the stairs that actually Rob walked through. We saw it on the camera and radioed to him. But it was on the camera, you can see it on the camera. Yeah, and um, so then we, we heard knocking that was outside in the hallway and we were just kind of like, what is that? We started following it and uh, we got some really interesting stuff there. Um, Footsteps very, the stairs, the orb in the auditorium, yes, which yeah. was really interesting as opposed to the, your typical um, house dust yeah. variety of orbs. It moved through the entire auditorium real slow, a big ball of white light. We got that. It's on our Facebook page if anybody mm -hmm. wants to. Yes. Very nice. Yep. Soup it. That's one of the really cool things about this that... Um, you know, you get people that will walk through even at Shakers and anticipate that it's going to be a haunted house and something's going to jump out at you. 
and we always preface the, the tours by saying this is not a dizzy ride and we you know, don't coordinate their schedule and if when and often that is dependent upon if you're appealing to them and or they want to get a reaction with or to you and um, but you find things on camera whether it's video or just on stills you find something else it's like I never saw that when I was there but yet there I am right. and there's this so I think that's one of the, the cool things about how um, energy moves because in my mind whether it's a ghost of spirits energy and um, whether it's latent energy or something else it's it's energy well as we try to make peace and let them know that we're not there as a threat and sure. try to show respect for their their property or the area that they seem to dwell in sure. so that you know we'll get a lot of EVPs and you won't hear those as we're hunting but right. afterwards when we review evidence It'll be predominant. And we notice that when we're doing the investigation, a lot of times we catch the EVPs when we're not even hunting for the ghosts. Sure. And we're not actively investigating. We'll be sitting around talking, and that's where we find we get most of our evidence. Um, there'll be EVPs that we catch, um, like I said, knocking sounds, stuff like that. So it's not even when we're investigating that we'll hear things. And that's what a lot of people are, well, you guys go out and you're actively looking for them. Well, yes, we are, but uh, a lot of times ghosts don't work on command, as we all know. <laughs> so I could sit there and ask for Casper to come and, and talk with us. doesn't mean it's going to happen. Sure. So it's it's nice to know that they're they're around. It's just when they're around us. Sure. So you're a team which is, I take it at least, is, is really driven by uh, the tools of your craft, right? So EVPs and tools, you're doing things of that nature, right? Yeah. Do you have anybody on your team that uh, is a psychic or a medium or has galvanic skin response or is uh, sensitive at all? We do. We okay. have we have him? somebody. It's not me. Okay. <laughs> it's not me. I'm more of the skeptic of the whole thing. But nonetheless, yeah, we have, uh, can we say Gina? Gina. Gina, yeah. Okay, I don't know if we can. Oh, Gina. She's sure. not here. Gina. Sure. Yeah. We're talking about Gina. Yeah. yeah. Gina is our medium on our team. Um she is really good at finding things that we and answering questions we had a um, client that actually was really ill and could not figure out why she was so ill and Gina picked up on some things um, and she went and talked to her doctor and find out yeah that's actually what was going on with her and oh, wow. she was able to get you know healthy and back to normal um, if you could without obviously uh, exposing who that person might be what did she, was she able to sense in that person that the medical portion could then verify. She was talking about some of her lab results, um, some um, metabolical things that were wrong with her. Uh -huh. um, she took her aside. She and I came up to the, the person, and um, you know we talked to her, and she's like, you need to get this checked out because this is often you, and this is what's causing most of your problems. And sure enough, she went back to the doctor, had those lab results checked out again, and that was the problem. Very cool. Very interesting was the last investigation I had done with her. Mm -hmm. The couple we had talked to thought that this entity in their house may have been their son, and they were so sure of it. But what I don't know exactly how Gina works it, but whatever she's picked up from the spirit was mm -hmm. it was their nephew, mm -hmm. and the nephew was trying to give a message to their to the uh, woman who lived there, her sister, but. None of that information. We didn't know anything about it. Right. No. And they never brought it up, so that was and good. The way she works is when we go on an investigation, we know about certain things about the investigation before we walk in, but she will not 
um, come into those conversations. She walks out. She doesn't want anything sure. to know. You know, right. there was a time that we were walking into a, a location, and on the way there, she she was actually messaging me, going, "Hey, I'm picking up on this um, animal at this location." And she had no idea that their animal had passed away recently and that that was the animal that they were, she was picking up on. Wow. So she picks up on things before we actually even get to locations. Excellent. That's pretty cool. So um, you obviously know the backstory on Shakers. You've taken two already. Is there anything in particular that you're... Uh really looking to investigate further tonight. I'd like to investigate that mirror a little bit more because um, I know that you've got um, some pictures in that mirror from previous um, people walking through just doing your tours so I'd like to look at the mirror a little bit more um, and see what we can find out about it. Penthouse third floor masterpiece. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Excellent. Yeah. Rob, what do you got in mind? Well, mostly I'm hoping to pick up on a lot of EVPs here mm -hmm. as it has been around for a while and since there's been a lot of movement through the upstairs sure you know quite possibly we'll catch on that well um and many of the psychics that come here uh almost to a person talk about the um frankly the money that is uh, hidden somewhere in the third floor in the ceiling is what most often comes up with them and uh by all means if you can deduce where that is i'd appreciate it We'll do our best oh, to see if we can figure course. that one out. What about that hole up there, Bob? I've got nothing whatsoever. <laughs> we didn't find a thing. It just, just happened, right? Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. Well, that's pretty nice. And how many people on your team tonight? There are six of us today. Now, that's going to be cozy up there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Queen bed. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We're very close. So yeah, well, okay. I, I've seen after all, right? It's almost <laughs> like Arkansas, but different. Um, so, by the way, in Racine, there's the uh, Racine Paranormal Investigation Group. There is. And, um, you know, we've seen Ron here, geez, over the course of years. And you guys ever work on anything together with him? We have not worked with Rob. Uh, uh, um, we, I know of him. I know of Ron um, on a personal level. I've communicated with him several times. But we haven't actually worked with him. Yeah. We have, we've done certain things, um, kind of like um, one weekend he did it and the next weekend we did it sure. type situation, but we've never actually worked together. It's, um, you know, obviously not everything and everybody works for everybody anyway, but right. uh, it, it is interesting to see how different teams work and how they go about investigating the same property, the same thing. And, sure. and whether you do or not means really nothing to me. So <laughs> just, just make a conversation here. It's all we're doing. Right. Yeah. It's very much not a competitive um, right. thing between the paranormal groups. Usually we share information sure. mm -hmm. and learn from each other on how to go about and execute an yep. investigation. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, we're friends with a lot of different groups around the country and world. And there's times where we'll ask them questions and say, hey, have you tried this or have you tried that? Or I'm having a problem with this situation. What do you think? What have you had in your uh, past of, if you came across it? And we bounce ideas off of each other, what which is really nice. Works, yeah. equipment, technical issues. I got it. Cool. Uh, any questions of me before your uh, big night tonight here at Shakers? Well, um, what made you get involved with all this? Which part of all this? 
Well, like, obviously you got into, involved with the, the building itself, um, but what, what drew you to the building? Um, at the time, my ex, Malik's wife and I were uh, really based in Chicago, and I was, um, we were looking to come back home. We're both from the area. Okay. And um, I'm working with the City of Milwaukee uh, Development Corporation, MEDC, whatever, and the city itself, and they wanted me either downtown or else on the east side, and I'd drive past this every day. And uh, this was really uh, just a warehouse district, but there's something about this building, and I've been in food and beverage for years, and I had another company at that time called Design Tech Manufacturing, we did high-end woodwork, and mostly for the, uh, for the audio industry. And um, so as I'm driving past this, I've always appreciated things that are older, I appreciate architecture, and I appreciate a sense of history for things, and this building really just jumped out on the street. And then one day it was for sale. And um, so, you know, forget about the stuff to hotel, here I am, it called to me. But from inception here, literally from day one, we knew something else was taking place. I was not looking for a haunted site. Um, my reputation is really edgy food, and um, certainly the, the breadth of spirits that we have that go along with that, alcohol, spirits, and wines, uh, is really what my game is. So I've been involved in this forever. I've owned other places before this. And um, again, naming it Shakers was my attempt to shake up the local food and beverage scene. Sure. So we certainly did that. The paranormal experiences go back to when I was four years old. My paternal grandfather had died in a massive snowstorm. He's shoveling on the kid. I'm out shoveling with him. Um, he goes down. And by the time the rescue squad got there, he was long dead. We lived uh, in the duplex above them uh, in Milwaukee, and um, middle of the night, I, little kid, I get up to go pee, and my bedroom was right off the kitchen. And as I am coming to the kitchen, I see him at the kitchen table, and it was like this glowing green, neon green kind of an image. So I'm just watching for a moment, and then he kind of waves me over, and I, I stand next to him, and I felt better about his passing. Waves me on, I go to pee, and he waves the night, and I go to bed, right? And the next morning, it's early, and, and my mom is trying to get me dressed because everybody in the world is, uh, is, is downstairs to meet my grandmother and pay the regards, and I'm trying to tell her a story, she's trying to get me dressed, and finally I get enough of the story out, and then she just you know, grabs me and runs me down through the snow into the front, and I tell the story dozens of times, the priest and the whole Chicago group that's there and everything else, right? So that was my first experience, and then um, my grandmother was a psychic, medium, senior, sensitive, whatever, um, old Greek woman, and uh, she, every Sunday, even before he had passed, they had a line of women that were there to have their coffee grounds read, or to have her, whatever she was doing for him, from a spiritual nature. So um, I have a certain ability, my sister has a certain ability, uh, my dear dead mother did, and I guess it's just something in the lineage that it's just there, right? Right. So, in a number of properties that I've owned or been associated with, there are things going on, and I've had the, the great fortune as a chef to be around the world a couple of times, and I find myself in places and I don't look for things ahead of time. I find myself in a hotel, and, and it's like things take place, or somewhere, or the only place that we knew about ahead of time was the uh, one of the Spanish Inquisition museums, which are just 
nothing but heavy. They're they're heavy, and it's all these implements of torture and destruction and how people can do this to each other is whatever. But even as you're walking up to it, you get a sense for it. And once you're inside and you see these artifacts and you touch, they are alive with doom and bread and ugliness and whatever. Mm-hmm. So aside from that experience, I've had many other places where afterwards you read about it, you see things in the hotel room, you wake up in the middle of the night, all sorts of stuff, man. But I don't, I don't check it out. I just, I can just sense things. And then, sure. then if you walk around with a K2 or something else and it's off the charts or whatever else, or if you need, if you need that type of verification. So another part of my life though, I, I'm, for my days in philosophy, I was a magician, so I try to be as analytical and objective as possible in how these things work. We try to debunk things all mm-hmm. the time. People always get things here, and that's a process afterwards. We'll get back in a couple days, and we're going to do this. We'll take measurements and whatever. Right. I brought Michael Taylor up for something. Uh, Michael Taylor is often on programs with Ross Allison and other things on Netflix. And, uh, we developed a good rapport, and he and I have gone through these things. There's some things you just can't debunk. They just they are right so we've got 35 years of stories from bartenders and waitresses whatever else and we go back and try to look at that as well what are the conditions like what happened or there's even one notorious one since we're here in the back of the restaurant by the men's room where one day I walk back to go to the men's room I open that door and you can't see a damn thing it's like all thick smoke right and it, it's not from cigars, you got great ventilation, and that's a separate room anyway. So I grabbed one of the waitresses walking by and said, you got it, Nina, you gotta see this, right? Open up, like, oh my God, what is this? I have no idea, right? It's not like the waters were left on, it's steaming, it's whatever it was, and moments later, as we're both there, it's just gone, just gone. It's like you blink your eyes, and it's gone. So we got those things that we can recreate, but at the same point, I was there, she was there, visual evidence of things, or when Fox News was filming downstairs, they caught this image, this full-size Confederate soldier, just happened to be the right place at the right time, and, and there it is, right? Right. So, and there's, he's got that photographic evidence, and there's all the people on tour who don't see it, but they're looking at his camera going, holy crap, and then it too, you know, so it's, it's, it's just real, this entire... Pursuit of the phenomena by itself is really interesting. Mm-hmm. You go in with just a neutral mind on things, but an open mind that it can happen, I think that's where you want to be. Right. So we, uh, we convert skeptics on a regular basis just by going through. It's not, yeah, if you're sure this is like, just walk around, see it for yourself. And uh, people often then say, I get it now. So that's right. That's uh, a big, you know, that's what we do is we try to debug the whole situation and at the same time hope for something right. that's so spectacular that you can't explain but I mean I I love the paranormal mm-hmm. and UFOs and big feats and all that stuff but my my process is to try and figure out what the explanation is for it and debug and defuse the whole situation but I mean I've had a few experiences myself that I can't explain very well, true. It's you know, I, I say this all the time that in my mind, essence precedes existence, and therefore, in my mind, essence succeeds existence. So, when you're through the show, the energy that continues on, energy doesn't dissipate, right? That's right. right. So, whether you want to call that again a ghost, spirit, or energy, 
I don't care. But you remains on, doing something, somewhere. So, anyway, it, it's, it's a really cool thing. The, the temperature changes downstairs. It can be 40 degree swings. And we've had our little gauges and thermometers as well. Because you learn, you can say, I can feel cold. People are like, yeah, it gets real cold. But if you go, and look at that, it was, you know, several that, it was 78 degrees. And now it's going to be 40. It's like, oh, how did that happen? Who knows? We right? had that when we, we were did. here. We did. On that tour, we brought some of our simpler equipment, but we did have the big temperature change sure. in the basement. Yes. Other thing is that uh, electronic equipment. So every time, whether it was Discovery or A&E or Netflix or Sci-Fi, whoever shot here, we'd say, by the way, make sure you have enough uh, battery packs and your power packs ready to go. Yes. Don't tell us how to run our job, son. We know what we're doing. <laughs> of course you do, right? And the downstairs is like, it's dead. Wait, time. We're dead. Everything's dead. Like, huh. Go figure that. So it doesn't always happen, but it happens often enough where people's cameras will turn on or turn off, or they'll just, you know, even people with film cams like shoot the entire roll. It's like, I didn't even touch the trigger, you know, it's hub. Yeah. Oh, We've actually had that, that happen to us um, at our last investigation yeah. where we had a camera, just a digital camera. Uh, one of our investigators tried to use it, would not work. Wouldn't work at all. She was about to throw it away. She got home, she turned it back on, it worked perfect. And I had the same thing with the recorder. I'm like, I thought it was dead. It wasn't going to work. I was the same thing. I was going to throw it away. Got home. It worked fine. I love recorders. What I don't like are the uh, the voice. Because the spirit boxes sometimes, I mean, God bless you if you got the discipline to sit there and, and really, and the ear for the phonetics. Because... Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It's almost like that goofball. Did you see that? Did you hear that? You know, the, the ZD guy, which is mm -hmm. nothing but fraud. And I, I feel the same way about so many of these spirit boxes because, you know, no, no, that's, no, no one said get out or, you know, the murder. No, that didn't happen. It was, yeah, yeah, that was it. No. Rating. No. Yes. Yeah. They need so, Of course they do. Of course they do. Or we had uh, one of the one of the big national companies is filming here, and they reshot a scene, one scene, seventeen times. You know, it's 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 reality TV. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, you're paying by the minute, so take as much time as you want right. to shoot that. I don't care. Right. But um, yeah, some of these things are really, and it's like any of the cooking programs. Again, and I'm a chef, and I've had the good fortune to be on all sorts of things and do all sorts of wacky things in the country and beyond. But you got people that have just been watching Bobby Flay or whatever the case might be. It's like, I'm going to go to culinary school. Now, you know, I'm going to have all these women all around me. I'm going to have this and have this. And right. I'm not actually going to cook anything. I'm just going to stand there and look good. Uh, not here, you're not. So <laughs> move it along. Right. You know, but the same for the paranormal people. And, and you, you know, you, all the time we get people coming through and they, they're just loaded for bear. It's like whatever they're spending on this stuff. You know, again, the electronics industry is doing well on you. You know how to use your tool? Do you know what it means and what any of this is? Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. We haven't been offered any contracts or sponsorships <laughs> yet, so we still have to work for there, there you go. And, there you, go. you know, the equipment comes right out of our pocket. You know, we right. don't charge anything, so we have to know how to use it. And well, I'm going to guess after today's show, uh, Jack Black uh, Beard Oil is going to be calling your number and saying, hey, Ooh. you look so good. It yeah. smells good too. Well, yes. I'll take you with that, okay? <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, those those people, I will say, uh, well, I will say, because even from a marketing standpoint, and our, our 
I'm humbled every day, but our reach is, is way beyond the country. We get people that fly from all over to take our tours. Um, but it really is guerrilla marketing, and it is, it is hands-on, it's making phone calls, it's doing that, it's not hiring an agency that's going to get your SEOs and do whatever else. That's just, right. you know, in my mind, running a business, if you can't find a way to do some of those things yourself, get out of business because that's, right. that's that's integral to what you do and your brand and how you convey it to people and just not hiring some 20-year-old nerd somewhere who, you know, manipulate things. That's, right. That's bogus. No, and we always have it in ours. If we're going to go to a place, we have them sign something and it says if we find out that they're actually, you know, putting something on for us, then they're going to have to pay for our costs to come out to them because it's it's not worth it. We don't, like you said, we don't get paid for any of it. Right. We do everything for free. Um, everything comes out of our pockets. So, I mean, if you're going to have us come out, then and we find out that you, you know, have something moving the... Those, yeah, just a little manipulation. That's, that's one of the things we've always done here is we encourage people to take pictures. We're not we're not right. hiding the strings, the guy wires or whatever. You have at it. Right. Know, so... And I know there are places that do have that, but they also put it out there that, right. by the way, we do make this right. on our own. We'll have the, the lamp move and turn on and off or whatever it is. They, they put it out there so that everybody knows, okay, this is them doing it. It's not an actual spirit doing it, which is fine because they're, you know, being upfront about it. We walked off. We just concluded a five-city tour. We were filming in Key West in Miami, New Orleans, Savannah, and Georgia for a new product that we're with Netflix on and it's five cities and 13 tours and we walked off tours and every one of those cities because they were so lame and bogus and we'll stop here for another beer we're gonna stop here now for another beer. no 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 we're not on the the, the drink tour we're on right. the you know the paranormal investigation tour right so uh, that and, and things happen here but I can't tell you any more about that now let's walk what? Oh, yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been through some of that. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, there's 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 tears of everything in life or everything you do. It doesn't matter if it's a plastic surgeon or something. Well, you wouldn't know about that. Um, <laughs> clearly, I don't. Cause I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I got to face the radio. You, but anyway, um, there are tears of everything. And to right. find the people that are most sincere about what they got and genuine about what they have and whatever, I think, is just it's half a battle, right? Yeah, so I agree. But to answer your question from 25 minutes ago, the building found me as much as I found it, and uh, it is. And I've got some stories about things upstairs in that penthouse as well. That one of the two times that ran like a school girl took place up there. But in part, amongst the many things we had in that whole sequence, which is all over the internet, but there is this sound that first sounds like a pile driving at three in the morning and there's ain't nothing anywhere and then it occurs to at that time my girlfriend and i that it was really like beating heart the building has its own life i know i'm going to get emails on that send them in but um it, there are buildings that seem to have their own personality and their own life i mean they're not they're not sentient but they have their own thing going on. I think that's that's a part and parcel of the amount of energy that takes place from whatever either took place there, the number of spheres, or something else in there. Right. But I agree. I've been in places that I I know just walking past it that it's like looking back at me. 
like I see you and you see me so let's just make eye contact and get the because we've walked into places where it, like you said before it's heavy yeah it is just there's no other way to explain it mm -hmm. you go in there and it just feels heavy or tingly you can feel that energy you gotta be open-minded to it yes you know that energy is a good thing because you could go to restaurants even like well the joint next door where you walk in it's like stepping wise where it's 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 so dry and there is there's nothing there's no energy whatsoever and even the staff is like they're just walking automatons walking through the paces and like this is a great experience, you know, <laughs> not. Um, so I, I think those are wonderful things to find those buildings that do have that going on, that energy, that, that spark. Um, sometimes that sparks a little too far in some directions, you just don't linger there, that's all. You know, right. you don't be afraid of it, but don't, don't camp out, maybe. <laughs> so. Yeah, we've been to places that we felt the energy one way, and then we would return and it'd be completely different. Sure. And as soon as we walked in, we're like, something's off. This is not what we felt the last time we were here. So. Well, if you talk to my staff, I'm sure many of them have their own stories here. By the way, that drink tastes better if you actually drink it. it it's wonderful. I've had this. Yes. Cool, cool. All right. Well, Mary Pickford. That's great. Been great talking to you, and I look forward to hearing about the uh, the after results. I presume you're not going to be running out of here like a schoolgirl. So. Well, he has a tendency to scream like a schoolgirl once in a while. So I can't fault the man for that. Uh, I know. He's excited. It's good. That's why anyway. he's a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Folks, uh, honored to have you guys up tonight. Hope you have fun, and I uh, hope you um, get satisfactory results. Thanks, Bob. So, cheers, and uh, look cheers. forward to uh, chatting with you another time. Folks, the use at home, I, uh, I hope that you enjoy uh, this. Uh, thanks for taking the time out of your schedules, the five or six of you that do watch this. And... Um, any questions, please send an email to me at shakersmilwaukee at gmail.com or bob at hangman tours. And uh, hope to see you soon. Thank you. Good? Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.